You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 380 for April 21st, 2022. This week, we talk about Taco Bell's Mexican pizza, skincare, teeth whitening, 420 deviled eggs, and everything everywhere all at once. So stick around for the, the show. One, two, three, clap. What's the opposite of like a, a neglectful parent? Because that's what Joe is right now. He's he's uh, paying too much attention to his children, aka his tamagotchis. An attentive parent, a helicopter parent. Oh helicopter yes, parent thing. Hel- yeah. Helicopter yeah, parent yeah. that drops all other responsibilities and just cares about their kids. Is that what I, I mean? I, I, well, I guess a helicopter parent could do that. I'm right now. I'm running my Tamagotchi Smart, which is the latest release in Japan. Tamagotchis. And this it's a very simple one, very simple, you know, to to let them live. They don't need a lot of attention. However, to get certain characters on this one, like on the Tamagotchi picks, you just opened a whole box of shit you didn't know you just opened. But on the Tamagotchi picks, you can just like feed it certain things to make it turn into what you want. You have to like neglect it on the Tamagotchi Smart like a certain amount of times. You have to, like, make sure you don't play with it too much. You can't have it be too happy. You have to really cater its growth and educational experience to make it turn into what you want it to become. Just like raising a real child. You have to Mm -hmm. neglect them, honey. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have to neglect children. That's what we're advocating for on the podcast now. A certain, a little bit, but not too much so that the, the CPA gets called. CPS? Whatever. Isn't a a CPA a tax person? Hold on. (laughs) So so that the IRS doesn't get called. The IRS. You have to neglect them just enough so that the FBI doesn't get involved. A CPA is a certified public accountant. Yeah. You never know who's coming after. You know, stay out of my business. Just let me live in the woods and stay out of my business, government. So how how many children do you have now? I got to keep a running tally. in general? Right. I have to keep a Um, running tally every week. I think I have nine. We did it. We we calculated on one of my streams. I think maybe eighteen or nineteen, but I don't have any new ones arriving. Some of them are old. You know, there's the older ones. Some of them are duplicates, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's four that I go back and forth between running right now. I don't like to run more than one. I really can't. I don't have enough love to spread around. Mm-hmm. It's your pissy mom. If I have more than one kid. Only one of those kids is, I mean, the rest, like, locked in the basement. <laughs> chained chained to the beds. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I can't. I'm, I only have so much love and attention that I can give. Well, I, I guess I'll call TLC because you are the new 19 kids and counting. I was like, oh, honey, waterfalls? Yes. I was at the dentist the other day and they were playing waterfalls by, by TLC. I didn't, I forgot TLC was a channel. We didn't, we were poor. We didn't have cable or satellite. Well, I mean, so it's you because you, so you are, can't come for me with those shows. Well, I mean, the only thing that's on TLC are pimple popping shows and like, you know, crazy religious families. So you got at least half of the TLC programming right outside your door because <laughs> you lived in Arkansas. So, you know, you basically uh, had the channel. You just had to walk outside. Well, how are you? How are you doing? <laughs> See, my my goal was if maybe if I get the Tamagotchi talk out of your system at the beginning of the podcast, you won't fucking talk about it for the rest of the podcast. So we'll see. We'll see well, if I've my, got uh, it on. See if that works. I, I've got it on a lanyard right now around my neck. So, ooh, is it like a choker? No, but oh my fucking god! If there was a, if there was a, oh my god, like a dog collar. That's right. what I want—a spiky dog collar with my tama hanging off of it. Right, like yes. all of your all of your tamagotchis hanging off of it, like a charm bracelet before your neck and with tamagotchis. Mm-hmm. And it would it it would just be a complete repellent for anyone coming near you. A cock ring, Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. Cho- cock ring, charm bracelet, Tamagotchis. Mm-hmm. A kakagachi. <laughs> Tamagotchi. Oh my god! There's a so there's a Tamagotchi called like Rabbi Rabichi, but it's spelled like B I T C H. It's it's like Rabbi Rabichi. And I'm like, excuse. Queen. <laughs> me scoozy. Me we stand. <laughs> anyway, how are you? I'm good. Um, I have stuff slathered all over my face as per usual. I'm still on that Adapalene train. I think I may I I I may be 
uh, upping. I may be uh, graduating from um, over-the-counter Adapalene to a low-dose tretinoin prescription. We will see. We will see if I can get a dermatologist appointment, but I think that's the next step for me. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to make the jump. Okay. Um, so yeah, okay. That's, yeah, I support you. Yeah, that, just that's remember to wear your sunscreen if you're going that way. You exactly. Know? Yeah, girl. I because you're gonna those I'm UV rays it. will they'll penetrate your skin and into your brain. I mean, I feel like other things are penetrating my brain that are you know doing a little bit worse things. Like to me. what? Oh, I don't know the, the porn. The, well, also, I you I mean I I dry my hair by sticking my head in the microwave, and you still that's, have hair. <laughs> not after all the microwaves <laughs> that are going into my scalp girl you still have hair <laughs> my hair's falling still, out do you still have a bun lately yeah i'm still i'm still rocking a bun okay cool yeah, i just the, didn't know i never see you well it's, i it's see for- you like what like i so i talk to you every single week but i don't but i'll see like a reclusive instagram posts that's like the side of your face once mm. every four years yeah i have the face for radio that's why we have a podcast you need to start you need to start sending me polaroids of yourself so i know who i'm talking to well i think it's true the reason why that i have my hair in a bun is i i've heard that traction alopecia is in right now so i'm trying to like recede my hairline even more to the top of my scalp you think that the bun was the reason you were losing hair no, but I I I want it. Uh, I'm hoping that pulling all of my hair back every day will accelerate the process. <laughs> that's what I. That's the Just end goal. Rip it, rip it back. <laughs> but also at the at the same time you're doing that though, it's stretching your skin and you look snatched. You Ooh, look that's so true. Young. Oh my god, Just I pulled back. I, I I when I discovered um drag queens that used face tape that like literally like they it's like pieces of tape that they put like on the on the sides of their their temples or whatever with string and they literally yeah. snatch their face back i was like that is that is dark-sided black magic that is like in like the the difference that it makes is incredible like that is a secret power that people need to be using more to snatch their face back cuz it is incredible the results but the thing is, though, like, you got to get some, like, heavy-duty tape. Oh, yeah, Not girl. only that, but it's you, like super you need glue a wig, to your face. Yeah, it's a, a whole process. A wig to hide it under, you know? It's like, You have to have good concealer lot. to conceal the tape. But, like, when it's yeah, done I right, think, it's crazy good. I think I'm finally starting to get, like, just, I'm not getting um, wrinkles. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But um, I'm getting... Um, face like a, a smile, laugh lines, like not lines, like they're not permanent. It's just that the fat in my face is moving. Fat redistribution. Fat redistribution from like smiling and laughing and talking all the time. So mm. like those, like down the side of your nose and stuff. It's and, and some people have that, you know, from when they're a kid. You right. know, that's just anatomy. But I've I've never had it before. But I my fat is like getting kicked out of those places, and I want well, it back. Well, is it because that? So are you getting smile lines because you um you didn't start smiling until about three years ago? Do you know what? It's from being on fucking Twitch, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> I am not are you laughing fucking too joking. much. I sit there and I'm and I laugh like a clown for three three and a half hours a day. And let me You're tell having- you. You're having too much of a it's good time. Beat up my face is what that's <laughs> done to me. She is beat up this well, face. Well, that's that's a good reason why um uh VR avatars, VR people who have VR VTubers. avatars, VTubers are, on Twitch are becoming more of a thing. Cause then you can you don't even have to show your face on Twitch. You can just have a, a an avatar of I mean, that pickle is basically you at this point, unfortunately. I yeah, well, the admit. pickles, the pickle uses my features like that is my eyes and teeth. Right. You know, whereas like a VTuber generally is the full body. It's right. Um, it's it's referencing like a, a puppet. Right. It's referencing points on your face to track, but it's not like projecting right. those features onto a it's like a puppet. Yes. It's like a it's like a like an Adobe After Effects puppet feature with tracking points or whatever. 
But so I guess well, you're I saying- don't want anyone to think I'm slipping, though. Like, I'm still at the top of my game. And if you mm. come for me, you know, then that's fine. That's fine, <laughs> I guess. I re- I don't care. I, if you co- I stopped if you- <laughs> caring in my 30s. If you come for me, I'll I I'll I I guess I'll enjoy the attention. That's what that's what Joe's trying just, to say. I really stopped caring. It's it happened during the I know for a fact it happened during quarantine. Mm. Where I just thought I'm ready. I'm ready to give up. Let's just not give I'm up. ready to give up, but I'm ready for them to come for me. Mm. The okay. haters. Well, I don't I know, mean, Sam. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm saying. <laughs> well, let me just say that um, the the couple times that I do pop into Twitch, you do look snatched, and I I don't I don't notice your smile lines at all. That's because I've got I've got a ring light. I've got a key light. You have a whole I've team. Got, I had you know. So I started. Um, I've been having a little bit of breakouts along like along my smile line. It's been kind of. I've had to lay off the uh, adapalene a little bit because mm. um, I've been getting real dry this winter. Right. Um, and so I've had to do some concealer on some like rough patches. Looks like some places got like sandpapered. My okay. skin has turned on me, Sam. Your skin is your is now an enemy. And so it looks really good on camera, but then off camera... After I've been laughing for three hours with concealer and dry skin. Ghouls and goblins. Ghouls and goblins. It's like, it looks like if you put concealer on a snake. On a shedded snake skin. Ooh. Crusted. I could get into that. Crusted and dusted. But I feel like it's going to turn around in the, you know, I just really feel like it's all going to turn around for me soon. Yeah, I just feel I'm, like maybe that, I think I'm just shedding my skin, honestly. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is isn't isn't that the um like the Avino shed the skin you're in? That's you. Oh my god, is mm-hmm. that yeah? That's a fucking lo- slogan, isn't it? I hate no, it, that. It's it's love the skin you're in, but I mean. oh, <laughs> we should come out with a competing <laughs> brand of mm-hmm. like sandpaper, right? Sandpaper, shed the, um, yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fifty percent lactic acid solution that burns you immediately, and then you just shed. Shed. It's an oil in. drum, an oil drum of hydrochloric acid, and we lower mm. you into it. Exfoliate me. I'm ready. Um. So I have a question. Sure. What's up? Oh, first of all, we're recording this on four twenty. Blaze it. Uh, so when was the last um, time that you you injected a marijuana? Oh my god. 10 years ago. Ooh. And it was an edible. Ooh. It was, I'm pretty sure the last time I got high, I mean, and I'm not counting CBD because that's not the thing. That's different. That's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was when I had those um, pot cookies right before a flight. So that would have been like over 10 years ago. When was, was this on purpose? No. So um, someone had given me pot cookies that they made um, while I was visiting Arkansas. This is when I lived in Philly. And I got to the airport and I realized they were still in my bag. Oh, so you were like, and I, I got like, I to dispose of these. I gobbled them the fuck down, <laughs> went through security and spent the rest of the my time like, paranoid out my ass but also like really nothing, relaxed nothing like, like being blitzed on a plane and I, that was one of my only experiences with pot as well i don't we love a, a, a panic ingestion at an airport how many cookies were there i think i ate about two they, and they were pretty strong so it was like a bam it hit me right and, and you weigh, i was you weigh just about as much as an american girl doll so that probably hit you pretty hard I weigh, um, like, in animes, the Japanese schoolgirls, mm-hmm. that's me. Yep, that's you. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I literally, I was going back and forth between, like, paranoid. I remember sitting at the gate and being like, everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows. <laughs> but then in the air, I was really calm. I finally mm-hmm. calmed down. Melted and then into I your seat a little bit. Off, had a really, like, I feel like it was a long layover or something. So by the time I got to Philly, I was vibing again but nice yeah it was interesting it was it was fine 
What about well, you? Happy 420 to everyone who celebrates. Um, the last time I injected a weed was uh, from my friend Grog's vape pen in New York City a few years ago. Um, oh my was, god, the we vape were, pen weed. The the weed vape pen. We were we were vibing. We were vibing at the um, God. What is it? Is it Blazing Saddles? That's the movie. Hold on. Um, there's a gay bar. Blazing. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think it's Flaming Saddles. Flaming Saddles. There's one in L.A. that closed down, and there's one in New York City. Um, Yes, Flaming Saddles, New York City. It is a cowboy-themed gay bar um, that we got drunk at. And then afterwards, I was like, I, I, you know, Grog was like, hey, do you want a hit in my vape pen? And I was like, fuck yeah. So I took a big old hit from that vape pen. I was vibing. That was like, I don't know, probably four or five years ago or something. That was the last was it for the me. alcohol or was it the what could you tell the difference between the alcohol and the weed? I got a little turnt, but it was it, I just took one hit and it was that was a it was a it was a one hitter. Oh, okay. So I wasn't like I didn't get like ferociously high. I was just like feeling a little bit. So that was my last time. I'm obviously very, very fun to be around and um very very interesting and not boring at all being that i haven't smoked weed in like five years um <clears throat> well that doesn't make you interesting he- smoking weed is not a personality i mean as much as some people try to make it <laughs> like i'm sorry smoking weed is not a personality i feel like that if since... that's the only thing about you that's interesting then you're not interesting because who I... cares it's weed well, that's the thing is I feel like that since since marijuana legalization has been like, you know, been getting pushed forward more and more over the past few years when it comes to both medical marijuana and recreational marijuana, like Montana, we have we uh, starting January 1st of this year, um, we had a an initiative that passed that allows us to have recreational marijuana now. And I just like the more and more states do that, the less and less it becomes a thing. At least I feel like of people having weed be their personality because it's not like a niche thing anymore it's like you aren't cool for smoking weed now it's like i can go down the street to my local dispensary and get an edible like you aren't cool like like my dad smokes weed like it's not it's like you aren't i I feel like it's not it's it's just not a cool thing anymore because uh so many people do it it's just like part of part of everyday life now so I, i see it less of like like back in high school weed was your personality but if you tried to have weed be your personality now like people just think that you're just dumb i think yeah i think there's still those people who try to who are always on the hunt that's true which there's not really a hunt anymore you can buy it like down the street right girl right down the street i think i think that that takes the fun out of it for a lot of people you buy digital art and they give you weed as a gift is that what (laughs) yeah in dc that's the deal right now that's the loophole that's the loophole weed is a free gift you can give weed Wow. So like I you don't know. you buy an NFT and you get free weed is basically. Essentially. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Mess. Anyways, Mess. enjoy enjoy this 420 responsibly. By the time you listen to this, it'll be 421. So whatever. Let me Ho- well, here's what I was getting at. Um, oh, you were you were going you somewhere? That wasn't even what I was like starting to talk about. What hmm. I'm starting to tell you about is yesterday, May 19th. The Mexican pizza returned to Taco Bell. Um, so did you hear? Yesterday was did not. He- yesterday was not May nineteenth. It's still oh. April. <laughs> First oh, of all, fuck. Second oh, of all, well, that's also good because I got to get my. I have some dental work on May nineteenth, so that means I didn't miss it. So here's okay, the that's thing. Good, but a lot of people also misread that and thought that Taco Bell, um reintroduced the mexican pizza yesterday so a lot of people went to taco bells and they were very disappointed because they were probably all high and they all misread it and thought that it was yesterday when it's going to be a month from now so it's literally not just you like a lot of people made this mistake yesterday when they announced it that makes me feel better oh i was real torn up so let me tell you the number one fan of the mexican pizza in all of montana was my dear mother she loved it and she was disappointed when God. they removed it. It's like I can my- just imagine her smoking a cigarette after dropping a what's it called? A wax melt in. Right. Popping open her Mexican pizza box right, at the just, dinner table. Right. It just got back from losing. Using the a, top. A, oh, go. 
the casino. Just, yeah, just got back from losing eight hundred dollars at the at the casino slash gas station. She's using the lid as a um ashtray. Mm-hmm. Just chain smoking. <laughs> just chain smoking and eating oh that Mexican pizza, girl. So what does she have to say about it? Um. So I it was, my my parents like they probably had Taco Bell twice a year. Um, but every right. time that they would go to Taco Bell, my mom would order the Mexican pizza. And now she doesn't go to Taco Bell at all because they removed her favorite item. So, like, it wasn't like they were frequenting it, you know, regularly or whatever. But I don't, I mean, she's not plugged in to the, um, Taco Bell social media. So I'm I'm very happy that today I'm going to give her the good news. Usually the news that I give her is, like, Gilbert Gottfried died. Like, she's the first person I tell when I see a celebrity dies on Twitter because I want to be the first one to tell her. Because then I feel special. You need to start recording it for TikTok. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Telling it's, it's a whole TikTok dedicated to me informing my mom first of which celebrity died. What a niche market Just that would be. Just informing her of any world event. I told her about Bob Saget. I told her about um, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. I told her about a couple other ones. But those are the, most, the two most recent that I, I had the, the displeasure of, of disclosing to her. But no, so um, I will let her know that the Mexican pizza will be back in a month. And I'm sure that she will be mildly thrilled. Were you a Mexican pizza sort of person? I don't think I've ever had one in my entire life. But there were people that were pissed on the internet when uh, they removed it from the menu. It was it was my go-to, but like your parents, I go to Taco Bell probably twice, if even that, a year. Mm -hmm. um, but no, Mexican pizza turned it out. It was mm. the perfect... But he, when I was a kid, though, I would always get the Mexican pizza. I get no meat, no sauce, no tomatoes. Do you know what that is? That's just a layer. That's just the crispy and then some beans, another crispy and some cheese. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that still sounds like a good time to me, to be it honest. It was delicious. Now that I'm older, I just say no tomatoes because they need to stop that. They need to stop <laughs> pushing tomatoes on us. They that's, a, that's bullshit. Big tomatoes, tomatoes pushing that move. on us. They are. Big tomato. Um, but no, I'm excited to get one. Uh, but there was an online petition. And oh, it got right? nearly 200, 200,000 signatures. Um, people were, some people were outraged because it was one of the few, quote, fun vegetarian options that you, I guess when you don't get the meat on it, you get the, just the beans. Well, um, kind of a agree on that. But I mean, it, it, everything at Taco Bell is like the same four ingredients in like different shapes and sizes. So oh, like, yeah, you know, and then when you take meat off the menu and you, you have to, you know, order vegetarian sort of stuff, then it, it limits the the ingredients you can use down even more. So I, I agree with that statement that, yeah, I, I'm assuming that the Mexican pizza without meat was was probably one of the most um, fun. Although, are you going to Taco Bell for fun? I'm going to Taco Bell to get acid reflux i'm going to like stop my week-long constipation mm. i don't get constipated i got constipated once this past year and it was wild sam it was one day i didn't poop because something like went wrong in my morning and i didn't poop i and it always just ruined your entire gi tract you were just and like you got the off rest the rails of the day, my body was like well we can't go now and <laughs> it all wait. worked out the next it lasted one day, mm -hmm. one day, and it but it like rocked my world. I was like, yeah. wait a second. I'm not invulnerable. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The poop missed its train. And so it had to wait for the next one. And the next one came the next morning. It was wild. It just had to wait. I will tell you. Um, so Taco Bell's also improved the items packaging. So previously, let's this is from CNN Business. Oh, okay, says, so previously, this is official. Disposal of the pizza's packaging amounted to more than 7 million pounds of paperboard per year. Mm. The brand said in the release that it has worked to streamline operations and ingredient sourcing and leave a lighter footprint at the same time. Now, I will tell you, so what did we say, May 19th? However, mm -hmm. if you are part of Taco Bell's loyalty program, you can order it up to two days before that, May 17th. Now, is the loyalty program the one where you have to put a tramp stamp of the Taco Bell Chihuahua on on the <laughs> bottom part of your back? Oh my or is, god! Or is the loyalty program the one where you have to like you have to like sacrifice your firstborn to the Taco well? Bell you have to draw gods? you have to draw the pinnacle, and you have to um, there's blood involved and some right. other fluids. 
And you put tomato um, in the middle. There's a tomato involved, a can of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what the hell this loyalty program is. I don't know why anyone would be loyal to a corporation or a fast food chain. I bet it's just like an email list. Like if you're subscribed to their newsletter, you get it two days early or some stupid shit. If it's something you have to pay for, then that's wild. But yeah, if it's like that, then whatever. Who cares? Right. But I'm sure people are going to be excited. I'm excited. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm excited. Let's see. I just looked at my calendar. It's the it's May 18th. Oh, so the day before that this is happening, they're uncovering my two implants, my teeth implants holes. Uh- uncovering them as in like like are they excavating are they finding gold in them what are they doing they're they bury them to heal so when they put your implants in it's like a fucking six-month process they drill them into your jaw cover them up let your gums heal four months later they uncover them screw on this little metal nub and then two weeks later you can have the actual crown put on so just like jesus just like jesus on easter they put them in a cave, they wait a while, and then it rises again. There you go. Wow. Oh, Incredible. did you do anything for Easter? Was that um, this past weekend? This past weekend was Easter Sunday. Um, I know you're a heathen, so you don't believe in the Easter bunny. Some of us do. Um, but <laughs> no, no, we uh, we just okay. had a really we had a really low-key brunch. My aunt came down. I used the new Tremontina pot and made a shit ton of hollandaise sauce, and we I think we Oh, yeah, I saw your Twitter. We cooked up like three bunches of asparagus and we ate it all. And it was delicious. We had ham and mashed potatoes and it was just low key. And then we all like took a nap for the rest of the day. It was it was fine. It's the exact kind of Easter that I wanted to be a part of. There was no religious aspect. It was late during the day and there were a small amount of people and good food. I'm assuming you didn't do anything because you didn't realize that it was Easter Sunday. No, um... Justin's parents made us our Easter bags, which I always appreciate, and made Piggy one, too. So we mm. get our bags of candy, which mine was gone, you know, like, I ate through that. Gobbled um, it up. Yeah. And Justin knows his can't sit around for more than two weeks, because that's out of my control mm-hmm. after that. It just happens. It just happens. It's out of my control. Mm-hmm. Um, No, we we had a really nice kind of not doing anything weekend mm-hmm. after kind of a busy-ish week. So it was nice to just rest. Did you I don't even really remember what we did? When was the last time you dyed Easter eggs? I think I've done it with the kids in the past like five years or so. Um, but I, I really couldn't tell you. It's I like dyeing them though. I remember dyeing them and then like I feel like it. <sighs> I feel like it would hit different now because, like, I like eggs and things. Like, not everything but a hard-boiled egg or, like, a deviled egg. I will I will. You I don't will like with. those? No. Oh, my God. Deviled eggs freak what? me out. Hard-boiled eggs Why? freak me out. I don't know. They're too hard. They're too boiled. They're But they're not hard. They're soft. They're too hard for me. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of understand deviled eggs because deviled eggs have to be kind of a pers- very precise way in order for me to like them. Mm. It is weird that you scoop out the yolk, mix it with other shit, and then put it back and in Put the it back egg. in? I, yeah, I, I that's don't get weird. that. Yeah, that's uh, um, convoluted. And I like it better with, you can make it with Caesar dressing instead of mayonnaise, and I really oh, like that. Maybe I would fuck it's with good. that. That sounds I, good. So, you know how sometimes I get really stressed out and I lock myself in the bathroom and I eat crackers and honey? I thought that was like three times a week. I didn't know this was a rare occurrence. Well, wait, where was I going with that? Oh, I, one You were time. just admitting that to the public. <laughs> just reminding everyone you know that was part I, of your personality. You know how fragile I am? Well, <laughs> let, me remind time, you, let me remind you how fragile living, my mental state is. When I was living in Arkansas, my parents were gone and... It was a dark and storm. It was literally a dark and stormy night. And the mm. electricity was like in and out. I decided to make 12 deviled eggs. Like we had eggs. And I said, we're making them all. And that's when I found the recipe for Caesar dressing. Mm. Because we didn't have mayonnaise. And they were so good. And then the electricity went out. And I lit a whole bunch of candles, set them all around the table. And just sat at the table at like 3 a.m. And ate all of those, fu- like, like 12 fucking eggs, Sam. <laughs> I feel like that is how the Antichrist is summoned. 
Like there is no other thing that you like you like I don't the, the, those the, eggs. Yeah. You eat you eat twelve deviled eggs in the dark by candlelight and then the Babadook appears. Like I don't know what the fuck you were doing, but it wasn't good. You summoned some horrifying being onto this earth. And I'm gonna blame you God, for God, it. it was delicious. That is delicious. That, just, that sounds weird and sad enough for me to believe that that was something you actually did. Oh, I for sure did that. Fully yeah. admitting to that. Fully. Now, what about dying eggs? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was just I was thinking <laughs> I haven't I haven't dyed eggs in so long. All I remember is that like like the you had to dye them in vinegar or something. And I never liked the smell of that. Oh, that's where I was going. I with don't that. remember that. I remember the I white know. crayon and you draw on them with the crayon where you don't oh, want it yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. And now they've got all these sticker kits. Kids are so lazy. Y'all don't even know. Yeah, you, you literally s- just you putting kids stickers on eggs. Come on. Y'all suck. Y'all have no creativity. Us, <laughs> we were drawing. <laughs> we were doing like like Da Vinci, Monet, right. Van yeah. Gogh. Yeah, exactly. You know, we were. I was Van we, Gagged. Yeah, I was Van Gay. Um. Yeah, we were dyed eggs by candlelight and eating them, sis. And mm-hmm. Sad. Well, I'm glad you had a good Easter, even though you didn't realize it was Easter. Thank you. Um, um my newest of... thing. Oh, go on. Oh, I was gonna say. Obviously, there's probably. Oh, sorry, there's probably chocolate in your and Justin's uh, Easter baskets or whatever. Dogs yep. can't have chocolate. So what did Piggy get? Oh, Piggy gets these little, um, well, he's sleeping, so I can't say the word. The milk, B-O-N-E-S. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets those, and there was a toy, which mm-hmm. it was very cute. He played with the toy, and then it was at nighttime. We all got in bed. Piggy got in bed. He got out of bed, ran to get his toy, and then put it in bed so it was near him while we were sleeping. Oh, he um, liked it. He very much liked it. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's in Piggy's. Mine's like a Kit Kats, some chocolate, chocolate bunny. Um, oh, a hundred, oh, a hundred, gra- there were a hundred gram bars. Oh. There were Snickers. Mm. Just like the little mini sleeves of them. Oh, it yeah. It was so good. It was game over. So I feel like this is a pertinent topic to, um, to segue into. The internet was panicking. At least the past few days, because someone opened up a Snickers bar and the dick vein wasn't there. And they posted it on, because you know how Snickers have that like, that like chocolate. They, they're all referring it to the dick vein, because which it kind of oh, looks I know, like. Honey. Apparently someone, someone Snickers didn't have that and they had a whole conniption on Twitter. And Snickers had to make a statement saying that the vein is still there. And everyone's making Snickers dick vein jokes. That's that's the internet the past three days. Well, I have nowhere to go with that. Like I'm just what in, they in, like. I'm just informing the public. People like what they like. They like a little texture. Yeah, they like a little texture. They like to feel. They like to feel the vein of their Snickers. I've never liked Snickers because it has peanuts in it, and so I never grew up eating it. You don't like peanuts. You eat like peanut right. sauce and shit. Exactly. Exactly. But as a child, I thought peanuts and peanut butter were gross. And so, like, I never ate candies with peanut or peanut butter in them growing up. And so as an adult, I have no need to try them. I'm sure they're fine. Oh, but like, I like that they they advertise Snickers now as like um, not a health, definitely not health. But they're like what? hungry and being a turd asshole. Eat a Snickers. <laughs> Right. You a yes. big old bitch today. You, big you old haven't bitch. had your Snickers. And I'm like, oh, my God. So every time, you know, I'm in a mood, I'm just like, I haven't had my Snickers. Mm. I got to go walk down to the 7-Eleven, get my Snickers. Well, is that why you're you're eating about 76 Snickers a day? Because you're a big bitch? You think it's going to help? I, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. Spoiler alert. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. But I'm like <laughs> in my 30s, so it's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm You're okay, okay with, with being a huge, a huge bitch. I'm comfortable with my body and myself. <laughs> I'm good. I'm comfortable with my body. <laughs> I know all of that. Like, I don't know. I feel like the older you get, you definitely understand your flaws better. Mm-hmm. But then you, at this simultaneously, you're like, yeah, that might be a flaw to some people, but I'm not going to change it. But mm-hmm. not like in a, in a, 
in a turd. Like there are things about myself I do want to change. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time I'm like, that's fine. Right. That's and I'll fine. do it later. Not even that. No, I'm not even putting it off. It's just. You're just accepting that's it. That's here. That's fine. And that's fine. Um, what I haven't accepted. I am currently on a teeth whitening journey. Uh-oh. Because um, I have a clean bill of health for my teeth. So this is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do. Dentist, dental hygienist, turn off your, you know, switch us off, turn on the volume for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I had my most recent dental cleaning and they were like, oh, you don't have to come every, I don't know why it says you're supposed to come every four months. Your gums look amazing. Your teeth are clean. No problems. She's and all fixed like, up. All fixed up. Fixed up these slats. The The last thing I have to do is get the, the two implants, but that's already, you know, done, right. essentially. All, all um, the wooden pegs in your face are, are looking good. Yep. They're screwed in. Mm-hmm. Jaws held on tight. Mm-hmm. Now, they're going to color match the implants to the rest of the teeth when I get them. Oh. And you can't change the color on those. That's not mm-hmm. something that can be, like crowns, dental crowns, mm-hmm. they can't be bleached. So... Right. I'm I'm trying to remove some stains right now. And so I've been doing all the research on like, um, you know, I use I use MI Pace, the remineralization stuff. Right. So I've been tracking like using that. You're, that's specifically for like tooth whitening to use after or before or whatever. Um, so every night I go to the bathroom, I sit on the bathroom floor and I put in my I'm using the trays. I have some mm-hmm. custom made you know, how, have you ever gotten the trays that you boil in water and then you shape them to your mi- to your mouth? Joe, I don't brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't, okay, that's fair. I do know that about you. You know who you're but, talking to? You're talking to someone who the, you have made fun of my dental hygiene for good reason for about 10 years. And you're uh, thinking that I have bought teeth whitening trays? When my no, teeth, but they're not specifically for that. Girl, I don't have any they can teeth be for, to whiten. They can be for tooth grinding. Well, I guess if you don't have teeth, you don't have them to grind either. Honey, but they're like the, these, I give these the plastic best, trays. I give the pe- best gum jobs you've ever, ever seen. People are really into that. They really are. Mm-hmm. Take those teeth out, girl. Dentures, they're the new thing. Um, but so they're like these plasticky, plastic, like generic looking trays. You boil mm-hmm. them for like a few, for like 15 seconds and you pop them in your mouth and you like mold them to your teeth. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're mouth guards or they're like um, grinding at night, whatever. Right. Um, but you can use them as teeth whitening traits. Well, ask your doctor, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm using those. I sit on the bathroom floor, have those in my mouth for 20, 30 minutes and I'm mixing up, you know, I feel like, um, I feel like it's witchcraft. I'm using meat. The MI paste. I've got some um, the bleaching. I'm getting the in, in the syringes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so oh, we're yeah. I'm cooking something up, and it's going well. I've only done mm-hmm. it three times. I don't have any sensitivity because I feel like I'm doing it right, and I'm remineralizing. That's the, that's the thing. I feel like that if you're, I mean, I obviously I'm not, don't fucking take my advice when it comes to anything about your teeth because girl, oh we yeah, know. ask your dentist. Um, but I feel like there are different forms of whitening that. I, I feel like that it just, it probably depends on how fast you want it. Like, if you want your teeth white right. fast, I feel like it's going to hurt. And a lot of people, like with contact lenses, people are like, it's like, wear them for two weeks and throw them away. Six months later, you know, I've still got them in my eyes. I mean, Girl, not anymore after me, the LASIK. But I know you right do. right now. Me, I do. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm literally taking my contacts out after this podcast. I was supposed to have them in for a month. I think I've had them in for like two and a half. But I am throwing them away and putting my glasses on for a week. It's like that with teeth whitening. I feel like people abuse the kits. They right. will use it like four kits at once. You know, mm-hmm. like you gotta. There are There are safe ways to whiten your teeth. According study, to what's dental, the, race? the dental research I've done, I read, I read a paper. Do you remember having in college when you would get access to like at the library, like all of the research papers you had to log in and right. shit? Yeah, those academic I papers. Read, well, I read the abstract. I read the objectives and the abstract and the I results read the title. of a research paper. I'm. Sh- Are you lying? See, I don't believe that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Honey, you didn't even know you you couldn't even log in, girl. You didn't even know your username I and password. Spent, like now, I just don't fuck around with my teeth. Like after all well, of this dental shit I yeah, had to go through, I'm after like, all we're this doing work. this right. Well, so here's my question: Are you afraid that like so you're gonna have to? I mean, if you these these uh, implants are gonna color match your newly whitened teeth, correct? That's that's your goal here is to yeah. have. So my question for you is: If all of your your natural teeth, um, if you don't keep up the 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 bleaching and the whitening on your natural teeth, then your um, implants are gonna look like headlights when you uh, when you smile. Well, they're also kind of tucked back there. Like these oh, that's are right. not they aren't my like, front the teeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also like, um, now that I'm getting regular cleanings, that's gonna get rid of some of the stains. You know, right. it's not gonna be built up. And then, like, doing touch-up whitenings, not mm-hmm. like a, you know, every couple years or something to maintain. Girl, but she no, I'm not really smile. worried about that. My teeth don't shift, like, that much, but I have noticed they've gotten darker because of the coffee. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking coffee through straws now. I'm, That's a good I'm, hack. That's a good hack. It is. And then, but then people are like, what about the wrinkles that straws give you? And I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not, that is, that was some shit that was posted in like a Cosmo magazine, you know? Also, you think that Joe's getting wrinkles from, from a straw girl? What about all the dicks he's sucking? That's those, that's what you need to be worried about. If you're worried about wrinkles around your mouth, stop sucking dick. Don't stop. Oh yeah, the gays. Don't, don't stop sucking dick. Who is, who, who is puckered from a straw like 24 hours a day, you know? I don't like know. you're someone who's thirsty. Who are these people who are making full-on fish face, like sucking through a straw, like they just sucked on a lemon or something? That's right, not. I just don't believe in that shit. And you this, know, I do. I do all the wrinkle prevention, but sipping on straws, I just don't think that's giving you wrinkles. Pick and choose your battles, and I don't think that's a battle. Pick and choose. I think you should. I think you're more likely to get them from not wearing sunscreen than sipping through a straw. Do you know yeah, what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I've been bypassing my teeth with straws. We're just going around the situation now, sucking the liquid straight down the throat. I'm just ready for um, you to just get a just get a food tube through your neck. Yep, I'm ready. Just completely. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, nothing touches the teeth anymore. Well, um, I don't know. Have you have you recommended this specific teeth whitening kit to anyone? Has this been a favorite thing before? Well, I don't really want to recommend it because it's, I feel like you should ask your dentist which one is right for you. There's so uh, many out there mm-hmm. and they're all different and get it there's different strengths. Yeah. Get your dentist's opinion at the very least, you know, so Look I'm at not you having restraint. they haven't paid me. If they'll pay me, I'll promote them. That's there a you thing. go. Mm-hmm. But right. It's it's working for me, have no sensitivity, but I'm also doing it like extremely the right way, mm-hmm. you know. Well, so good. that's but that's just me. But that's just me. Yeah. But that's just me. That's just my journey. That's just so me. Um what else do you want to talk about before we talk about uh cheese? Oh, let's just go into cheese. Okay. It's cheese of the week. Hmm. I just something uh, to think about. I just went through a whole box of extra toasty, toasty Cheez-Its that I bought at the store uh, the other day, which I talk about semi-frequently, but damn, they're good. I just don't understand why any of the other Cheez-Its exist now that extra toasty exists. Right. Like, why would you choose any other Cheez-It when extra toasty exists at the supermarket? Like, the flavored ones get the powder all over your fingers, which is... Right, that's true. Eh. The regular ones, I mean... Are just trash at this point. Next to well, extra like, toasty. That's the thing. It's like if I'm eating regular cheese, it's I'm longing for the extra toasty. It reminds me what I'm not getting. Yeah. Sad. Um, it, that's I my cheese this some, week. Mine is. Um, we finally went grocery shopping. We haven't gone grocery shopping in like a month because we've either been busy or like crap's been going on. Um, one week we were sick. We had colds. Um. So, yeah, we finally went grocery shopping, and I treated myself to some Chex, Harris Teeter brand rice Chex. Is it like just the Chex, or is it just like a, or is it a Chex mix? No, no, no. Chex mix is is not a cereal. That's a party food. 
Okay. You're talking about the cereal itself. This, yes, the cereal. Uh, just rice check. Mm. And I really can turn it out in the mornings after a bowl of rice checks. Like, I put a lot of sugar on them because they don't <laughs> taste good. A lot of sugar. <laughs> a little bit of oat milk because I'm healthy. And I it, just... That counterbalances the pound of sugar that you're putting on these rice checks, right? <laughs> and it's not even like milk. Cow milk is unhealthy, <laughs> you know? But I put a little oat milk on them because they get mushy real fast. And then mm-hmm. I gobble them down. And I forgot, like, cereal is so good. I'm a, mostly against it because I just think it's kind of nonsense a lot of the time. And it's so fucking expensive. Yeah, cereal is but, expensive. Um, Treated myself to some Harris Teeter store brand rice check. They were good. God, you are so old. Buying rice <laughs> checks at the well, store. Wanna, I'm at the point where like, I'm going to have it for breakfast. And I'm at the point where like, I feel bad if I have my favorite cereal, which is Cocoa Puffs. Like, I don't want to start the day with that. I but mean, you feel, eat... you feel better when you personally are adding the sugar, not when the sugar's already in yeah. it, but when you personally are adding the sugar, you somehow feel better about it. And like, I fully baked a batch of cookies the night before, and I had like four of those with it. Chocolate chip cookies. Delusion is my favorite thing on this fucking planet. And so it's like, I'm getting all of that, but, oh, did you ever hear that story about the guy who... Um, his kid wanted like a donut for breakfast, but he was like, no, but she was allowed to have cookie crisp. What? I don't know. Like a donut's too sweet. A donut's not healthy. A glazed donut. But you can have your cookie crisp because it's a cereal. Okay. Brain dead. <laughs> I swear I heard about this. Yeah. Not my anyway, ass. Um, mine is, my cheese of the week is Harris Teeter brand check, rice checks. Which are really also really good to make um, Rice Krispies treats with, which then they're not rice. I mean, they're still rice, but they're not Krispies. They're Rice checks treats. I don't think I've ever seen those. Rice Krispie treats, but you're using Rice checks instead of the Rice Krispies? Yeah, they're, they're great. They're still really good. It's got a similar texture. It's just if you don't have Rice Krispies on hand, you use what you have. What's the We're resourceful like the pioneers? There's some mix. Is it puppy chow that's made with oh rice my checks God. and like peanut butter and yes. chocolate powdered sugar? Justin's right. parents make it every time they visit almost. Mm-hmm. And I never really had it growing up. It is. Neither did I. So good. Right. Well, here's the thing with me. I it was around, but I never had it because I had peanut butter in it. And I didn't think and I I. I It's not like that I didn't think I liked peanut butter. I didn't like peanut butter growing up. But as an adult, contrary to like the Snickers sort of scenario where I just don't eat it because I never grew up with it, I um, have indulged in puppy chow in my adult years. And that shit, that shit rocks. That shit slaps. It gets good. Ugh. Yes. Delicious. So then that's made with rice checks, right? Maybe you just, just make that. Just make that instead of cereal. Oh, yeah, that would be good. You just melt a bunch of chocolate, literally, like, fold it in, sprinkle powdered sugar. Not sprinkle, dump powdered sugar. <laughs> it is yes. so good. Oh, anyway, good cheeses. Good cheese. Mine week. was cheese-related and yours was not. That's fine. That is fine. Um, Favorite things? Might as well. These are a few of our favorite things. Is you yours got a good, good one? Oh. Mine is okay. But you go first. <sighs> okay. So. <laughs> okay. Strap in, y'all. Okay. I went, I went on a date the other weekend. Oh, and... your co- was your cousin in town? No, my dad was. I went on a date <laughs> with my dad. No! Um, <laughs> actually, I went on a date with my dad to our movie theater and we saw everything everywhere all at once, which Joe and I have talked about. Um, I don't know if it was at the end of one of the episodes a couple weeks ago. It had just because I live in the middle of nowhere. I live in a barn. Um, you know, these indie movies obviously don't get to us very quickly. So the opening date um, for where I live was April 15th, which was this last weekend. I think it was last Friday. 
Um, and so I went to this tiny little indie theater um, in this tiny little screening room with like 30 chairs. I randomly asked my dad, I was like, are you doing anything at seven on Friday? I'm going to this movie. And he's like, sure, I'll go with you. He had no idea what it was. Um, and I was stoked because I've been hearing all of these things about um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Really good rave reviews, like all of these things. I'm a big Michelle Yeoh fan. Um, loved her in Star Trek Discovery. Loved her in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's been in a bunch of things. Loved her in Crazy Rich Asians. Like she has had like a resurgence. Like this is a renaissance moment for Michelle Yeoh as an actress. Anyways, she's she's the the lead in this movie, and so I finally got to go see it. And let me tell you that everything is happening everywhere, and it's all at once. Like the title is absolutely perfect for this movie. It was. A lot to digest in a little over two hours. I loved it. But it's one of these movies where, like, it has a bunch of different layers. Like, you could just... Like, I was there and I was just enjoying it for what it was at a surface level. But then there's people who are, like, like emotionally and critically uh, pulling apart all the layers in this movie. Like you can really think very deeply about this movie and its morals and what's happening. Like it is a fucking onion. And I was just there just enjoying its surface value. And I got a huge kick out of it. I fucking loved it. I thought it was amazing. Um, it's one of these movies. I, I, I think we've talked about before that I'm not really the type of person that rewatches movies very often. This is the type of movie where I would want to go see again just to kind of look, look at it at a different angle. Now that I know how everything works at the surface level, I kind of want to, I actually want to go and see it again, like at a theater. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. And I, I, it, it, I wouldn't say that it really exceeded my expectations in like, everyone was saying that it's like the best, the, the best thing since sliced bread or whatever, but it going in, I was expecting something different, even, I don't know, it exceeded my expectations in a different way than I thought it was. Like, I didn't think it was going to be as wacky and insane as it actually turned out to be, and I was pleasantly surprised by that. Like, it is a fucking weird movie, and I loved it. So, I got an opportunity to go. My dad was very confused, and also very enthralled with the whole thing. He, like, he he visited his elderly mom the next weekend and was like talking to her about it. He was like, I just saw this weird movie with Sam and I want to tell you about it. Um, <laughs> no. So like he, so he was, you know, it got him thinking, it got me thinking. So uh, if you have a chance to go and see it, everything, everywhere, all at once, it's a um, kind of funny, weird, quirky action thriller multiverse sort of God, it has everything. And Michelle Yeoh is incredible in it. Everyone is. Um, but her especially, like, I I really liked it. And I'm glad I got to see it. And I really want to go see it again. So have you had the chance to go see it yet? I know that you were you were itching kind of like me to go see it. Have you had the chance? I think we're going to go this weekend. Um, well, let me know what you think. It I is have weird. been telling Justin, like, before it came out, I was like, I really want to see this. And it wasn't really on his radar. Mm-hmm. And then finally, like some of his friends were telling him it was good. And, and now so that suddenly he finally he got on board. See it. Right. I That's how like, it is. That's how it is. I was like, you need to listen to your husband. Right. Me. You need to listen to me. I was on top of this before you. Yes. So um, he's I think he's finally on board. I think we might go see it this weekend. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for it. It looks really good. And I'm kind of glad it's not like. From the trailer, it gives superhero vibes. Not mm-hmm. like not like um, Captain America shit, you know. Right. But like a hero figure. Right. And um, it appeals to me that it's like not part of a 30 movie fucking saga. Yeah, know. it's not part it's of a, a thing. Yeah, it's just its own thing. And that's what I really enjoyed about it as well. And it's just, it's funny. Like, it doesn't take itself too seriously at other time, at, at certain points. And then it's like serious at other points. Like, it just, like, it is a lot. It's literally the title. It is everything. And it is happening all at once. It truly is. I can't stress that enough that it is just, it is a lot to look at. And it's, it is a lot to process within two hours. And I liked that. 
because it makes me want to go see it again. It makes me want to like dig deeper into it. And I think that's what's, what's kind of capturing people as well is that, you know, you can enjoy it like at a surface level like I did the first time, but I want to go back and kind of try to experience it at a deeper level. I want to go deeper. Um, that's so if like you do, me with the Lizzie McGuire movie. Right. Like you could you could write a whole research paper on the Lizzie McGuire movie and all of the the ins and outs of why you're the only person oh, on earth yeah. that, that has watched that movie as many times as you have. It's layers. Layers upon layers of Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that I just a quick segue? Speaking of Lizzie McGuire, I was playing um Overwatch the other day and I was against someone whose name was Jizzy McGuire. And I thought of you. Yeah, the gays are pretty much the only people left in that game. Yep. Everyone's the gays once again have uh sad decided to hold it. I don't know why. It's so clinging on to a dead game. God, and the all the gay characters have just been shoehorned in, you know. Oh, yeah. And but, all the skilled um, people have run to Valorant. So Yeah, Valorant is Valorant and um oh what's the Apex Legends. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Apex Anyways. Legends. So I, I recommend if you guys can go see it. It was it was luck I was lucky to have it at my own uh, little indie theater here where I live. And it was awesome. And uh I wanna go see it again. So I think I will, probably sometime next week. So Joe, let me know if and when you see it. I want your full review on the podcast. Yeah, maybe it'll, it might be my favorite thing next week. You I bet never you wa- know. What if, I just I just imagine what if you watch it and you just like you ha- thought it was the most ridiculous and stupid thing you've ever seen? What if you hate? I it? rarely, I just rarely hate movies. I'm one of those people who watch any movie and just like it. Do you, but I am very also selective about the types of movies I watch. Gotcha. So it is. Like, this isn't like a love is blind scenario. No, usually if I if I want to see it i'm probably gonna like it like gotcha. there's a 99 see this movie and i want to see it yeah so nice i think i'll like it well i liked it i hope you like it too so that's my favorite thing this week nice i'm glad well, to hear it was good yes i was it like i said it exceeded my expectations in a different way than i thought it was if that makes any sense sure anyways what is your favorite thing this week and if it's a tamagotchi where's the gun and is the it's chamber not a loaded. Tamagotchi. It's not a Tamagotchi. Although mine did evolve just before my latest iteration evolved right before the podcast. Did I mention oh. that? I don't, if no. I did, I'll mention it again. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. um, my favorite thing is a four part, just four episode show on HBO called Landscapers. Um, <gasps> stars. Oh, yes. Did you see it? Yes, it was my favorite thing, but you forgot. When? Uh, let me see. <laughs> I have the doc open. Um, anyway, we finally oh, watched it. It wasn't my favorite thing. I must have just mentioned it. Sad. Sad that you lie so much. Mm, sad that I'm a huge sad liar. And a, and a huge sad bitch. Sad that you lie to stay relevant. Mm, have you sad that a I'm a huge yet? bitch. Mm. Bitch, I hope the veins you need there. a Snickers, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me about landscapers and tell me everything about how you liked it. Because I loved this. Uh, it stars Olivia Coleman, of course, uh, wonderful Olivia Coleman, and mm-hmm. I don't know the other person. Maybe he's famous. He's probably very famous. <laughs> David, Let me look it up. <laughs> Maybe Let me he's famous. His name was uh, what? Lady Gaga? No. Um, David Thewlis. I don't know who he, that is. He I'm was sorry. in he's Harry Potter. Famous. He paid. He played Professor Lupin in Harry Potter. Oh my fucking god! He sure uh-huh. fucking did, didn't he? He sure fucking did, Shut girl. Shut the fuck up. That was revelation, the, man. J.K. Rowling really great at writing characters. Who would have guessed that that was the character who's a werewolf? <laughs> really heavy. She was really good with those heavy-handed metaphors. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway. Um. Okay, landscapers. It's a, a true crime. It's. Uh, true crime black comedy drama is what Wikipedia calls it. it it's on HBO Max. There's four parts. It tells the story of the real life story of the 1998 murders of William and Patricia Witcherly by um, uh, their child, Susan Edwards, played by Olivia Coleman, and her husband. Um, and it's just very, it's not really what you expect from a true crime series it's right. very artful it mm-hmm. kind of leaves you with um 
it's a little more sympathetic. I would say like a lot of it, you can tell it's trying to play both sides, but I think it's ends up being pretty sympathetic to um, Olivia Coleman and her husband's characters mm-hmm. and their potential motives that nobody knows if they're true. Um, so it's, um, it's, well, essentially, I'll give you the gist of it. Olivia Coleman and David, Th- I'm going to say his name wrong, and David, they play um, Susan Edwards, Christopher Edwards, accused of killing Susan's parents, burying him in the backyard. They're found like, what, 14, 15 years later or something? Yeah, I don't know. a long 15 time years. later. Yeah, and they're accused of like um, using their money, you know, after they're dead, pretending they're alive, all of this stuff. But it really goes into it's it's very like cinematically filmed. There's yeah. uh, Olivia Coleman's character is obsessed with like westerns, and so some scenes are played out as a western, mm-hmm. and it's like this diving into reality and then back out of reality in all of these different scenes when it's like showing what happened. It's just very um, beautiful to watch just the cinematography of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. I think each episode is like an hour long or something. Um, and it's great. It came out December last year. You can find it on HBO Max. Give it a go. I feel like you described it as being very artfully produced, and I think that's a good way to describe it. It's like there's, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just, it's very creative in the way that they they tell the story in a very surrealist way, and uh, they they break the fourth wall a lot. Like one yeah. of the investigators during or detectives during one of the scenes literally steps off of the stage, this the sound stage, and like leads them around to a different one like it's very surreal yeah it kind of it kind of plays out like a play kind of in some ways it kind of feels like a play in the way that kind of like the sets are designed and like how they break the fourth wall and stuff it's very interesting and but it's not distracting in in a sense where like it keeps you away from the story um no no it definitely lends to it yeah, it's just the way that it's it's filmed and the you know the art direction of it is is very interesting, and I feel like that it lends well towards the you know how the characters are and how their personalities are. And I mean, come on, they escape to to France and they you know live their French fantasy, which is very on brand for you. So of course that's you know stuck with you. Well, yeah, their French fantasy <laughs> was not great. They didn't they were do like well in living France. in squalor. Yeah, they were there for like a year, you mm-hmm. know, or something. But yeah, like the in the court scene in the last episode, I'm not going to spoil it, but they go back and forth between like the court scene and then like the events happening as a Western film. Right. They like filmed this whole other Western situation. And it's just it's just really cool. And yeah. some things you're like, what does that mean? There's mm-hmm. a deeper meaning to something. I need to think about it. And that's always when I feel like something's done its job is when I'm I'm thinking about it later. You know, right. I'm like, ah, let's do some thinking. Right. Let's think about this. Well, let's good. think about this. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. Um, I guess you don't need to watch it. You've seen it. I've seen it. And also, I don't know, everything with Olivia Coleman in, in it has that kind of like slight... There's at least a slight amount of humor coming from Olivia Coleman, and she's just like so quirky yeah. and wacky and weird in that role, and but also like sympathetic, like because you hear you like you you uh, see her backstory and like the upbringing that she had, and like I don't know, like that character seems so simple on the surface, but it it's, it really is complex, and they show you throughout that entire four episodes of that of that miniseries so i'm glad you got a chance to watch it i'm glad you enjoyed it because i remember thinking that it was it was it was odd and artful and it had me thinking which i feel like is is exactly what the what it was trying to make me feel yeah olivia coleman's just wonderful right she's She's just just, so fucking good she just she doesn't fuck up a a role like just she just always is i don't know what it is about her yeah, she's great. She's, she's wonderful. Great. The Academy Award. The Academy 2000, Award. What, 
2019 for The Favorite. Uh-huh. Oh, iconic. We saw that. So we watched that. And let me tell you, I don't remember anything about it. Because apparently, <laughs> who the fuck? So well, Emma Stone is in it? Mm-hmm. I don't. I remember Rachel uh, Weiss, Weiss, Weiss uh, being in it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Emma Stone being in it fucking at all. And she's one of the main characters. Are you sure? I remember you Olivia watched... Coleman and Rachel Weiss. Yeah, I sat and watched the whole movie, Sam. Not in Are theaters you sure? at home. Yeah, the whole movie. Were you looking at all. the screen? I was watching the screen. I remember The Rabbits. I remember Olivia Coleman. I remember Rachel Weiss. That's it. I don't even, you could tell me. I mean, I think someone just photoshopped Emma Stone on the fucking uh, poster. And that's, and the whole world's lying to me right now. I I don't remember. You hate Emma Stone that much that you just wiped (laughs) her from your memory. Sad. (sighs) She, you know, she's fine. The favorite, also a good and weird movie. Lots of good and weird and artful things we're talking about for our favorite things this week. I just really like to be artsy. I have an I'm just art so minor. artsy. I'm just so artsy. And I studied anyway. media arts and didn't graduate. So, you know. You know, you did all you could. Mm-hmm. I, I went as far as this little brain could carry me, and it wasn't that far. <laughs> Sad. You did your best. You, well, you probably it, knew. You probably could have been teaching some of the things in your program. Probably. But you know what? I didn't graduate, but I am a huge bitch. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. And I want that. You need a Snickers. I just need a Snickers with a big dick vein in the middle. There you go. Good favorite well, things. Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, you got any last words? Before you kill me? Uh, I don't know. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button. Smash um, that like button. And thank you guys so much for listening. Fabulous week. Thank y'all for mm-hmm. being here. Uh, next week we'll be back with another regular episode and then also next week we will have a bonus episode for our Patreon patrons yep that sounds good bye guys bye thanks for listening to the show subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts Spotify SoundCloud and more at theshowsamandjoe.com you can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes music downloads physical rewards and more we also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated five dollars or more thank you to Alex P Alex S Alexander P Allison B Amy T Andrew Andrew G Andrew P Ashley E Basima B Ben B Brian H Carolyn A Chad D Chris Chris C Chris K Dallas E David M Duran C Devin B Emily H Helena B Jared E Javier Jess L Johnny B Jordan W Julian S Keith G Kylon C Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Sam. Scott A. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. William W. And Xavier D. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!